Hello, and good morning to you. I'm Bruce. And I'm Mike. And we're with Tech Connect. And Tech Connect is very important to you, and you may not realize that now, but after you're listening to a series of our podcasts about the kinds of technologies that are available to you every day, whether it be for entertainment, education, employment, or just information and research. All these things will come together in our conversations with you so that you appreciate how much more these devices can add to your life. And we're baby boomers, just like you. Basically, this is baby boomers talking to baby boomers about the new technology. So sit back, relax, and listen. Again, I'm Bruce. And I'm Michael. And or Mike, your preference. <laughs> and this is again uh Tech Connect. And uh the last time we talked or we were talking to you, we talked about uh the different uh communication uh, protocols or the different ways you can communicate to the internet with your devices, your tablets, your phones, etc. And one of the uh very important things we talked about was the fact that certain protocols are being sunset or turned off as of certain dates. Uh, AT&T 3G is being terminated as of February 22nd, 2022. Uh, T-Mobile Sprint 3G is being terminated as of March 22nd, 2022. Sprint is actually terminating its 4G service as of June 30th, and Verizon is terminating 3G service as of December 31st. And what we were telling you is that what that means is you have to think in terms of updating your device to one that can handle 4G, 5G service, uh, because otherwise you will not be able to use uh, the data cellular plans to connect to the internet. You would have to fall back on some Wi-Fi hotspot or the Wi-Fi in your home. And Mike, you were talking also about the different uh, emergence EBB uh, system, et cetera, that you can get the discounted broadband. That's correct. You know, uh, some households are eligible for discounted wireless communications. Uh, the EBB program, which stands for the Emergency Broadband Benefit, is going to come to a conclusion March 31st of this year. And you need to get in contact with your carrier so they can transition you from the EBB program to the ACP, ACP program, which stands for the Affordable Connectivity Program. Now, here again, this new program is going to offer you discounts for your data cellular plans. Uh, the eligible households include those who may take advantage of Medicare, Medicaid, SNAP, a food, a food stamp program, as well as SSI and the WIC programs as well. Um, there will be some fees or reduction of the benefit. For example, the EBB program gave you a $50 benefit. That's going to be reduced to about $30. Uh, and I'm sure that they're going to start coming up with uh, a graduated scale for these programs in the future because the one thing they don't want to do is have a lapse in connectivity for these households. 
I think that Congress should be very active to make sure that the gains that we have to have more people who are now part of, of not what we call the digital divide, because that's what this program eliminated. But as you know, part of the programs that were offered by uh, President Biden and the Build Back America Better includes funds to improve broadband connectivity, especially in rural areas. So these programs will continue to have some level of, of continuity. But here again, it is your responsibility to make sure that you're enrolled in these programs. Right. And if you are eligible or you think you're eligible because you're on Medicare or Medicaid or one of the uh, programs that were listed, you should contact your, if you're using Verizon, Sprint, or whoever you're using, contact them to see if you're eligible for the program and to get you enrolled in that program. Again, it gives you, a, it might give you a discount on your cellular data plan, your data cellular plan. And because you're going to be upgrading your device to a 5G or 4G uh, device, then you can use that discount to help you upgrade your device. And I'm sure there'll also be some types of uh, programs to get a device and the, and the program. Uh, for a while, they were giving out uh, free tablets that could be used on these uh, data cellular plans. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be the case. But all of those things, the EBB program, it was set up uh, during COVID because people were working from home. There was a lot of things going over Zoom, uh, and they wanted more people to have access to the Internet. And one way to do it was to give people discounted uh, data cellular plans so that they could continue to go to the Internet and continue to work from home. Uh, or the kids going to school. Or Right. The kids were also uh, doing that in-home lear learning, and they had to have a way to connect to the Internet and the school school's uh, system. So they hopefully will keep them around, uh, but you should go to your provider to find out if you're eligible and to sign up for them. Today, and we had said we would do this uh, the last time, we're going to continue to talk about communications with your device. But today we're going to talk about the Bluetooth system. Bluetooth, BT, uh, whatever you want to call it. Bluetooth is basically a network that you create around yourself, around your body. It's created by your smartphone or your, your smartphone, basically. Or and, tablet. Or your tablet. Laptop. Laptop. If you have those devices near you, mainly your phone, because you're usually talking about a wearable. Okay, so the phone creates a network radio signal. It puts out a signal. Your device has another signal, Bluetooth signal. And they connect so that it will everything will connect wirelessly to your phone. So you remember how you had used to have the earbuds and they had the wire and they would be plugged into your phone? Well, a lot of phones now don't have those anymore. Uh, I know the Apple phones don't have them anymore because now you have to have your earbuds connected over a Bluetooth system. And again, think of a Bluetooth system as 
a little uh, network created around your body and anything within 30 feet of you can connect directly to your phone without a plug. Uh, the Bluetooth systems are usually used for speakers, headphones, and other wearables like the, the uh, Amazon eyeglasses, the uh, smart watches, uh, Fitbits, Fitbits and all those devices, even uh, heart monitors, all those devices that you will connect directly to your phone in a wireless manner uh, usually go through Bluetooth systems. Now, Bluetooth uh, is like Bruce said, is another form of wireless communications, but it's extremely limited. One limitation is how far it will communicate with devices within, within, within themselves. Uh, and also, there has a, a password. Sometimes we connect to a Bluetooth device that will ask you to, to put in the passcode. For example, a lot of folks who have these newer vehicles that have what's called an infotainment system in your cars. And one of the things that, that requires is that you connect your phone to your vehicle. And when the car sees a Bluetooth capable device in its proximity, it will send you a passcode that you would have to enter into your phone to communicate with your infotainment system. So Bluetooth, for a lot of you, need to realize how important this technology is going to be more in the future for you because more and more cars that are coming out today will have these infotainment systems that require you to use your own phone, whether it be Apple or Android, to connect with it. And here again, it's going to be password connected or to verify your communication. And of course, with the car, you can use multiple phones with that vehicle. But what happens is when you add another device, it'll, ex it'll expel the other Bluetooth device so that it can now communicate with your device if you have to be a passenger in a car. But you need to start taking advantage of the fact that Bluetooth is going to be a very profound connection for a multitude of devices, especially here again as pertains to the, the medical field, the, the telehealth field, because you're going to get a lot more devices that are be to Bluetooth that's going to connect to your phone, typically as Bruce said, and other wearables. Those devices will then collect the data from those Bluetooth devices and pass that information on to your healthcare provider when they, at some point, connect with your phone over the internet through a Wi-Fi connection or your data plan. So that's how Bluetooth is eventually connecting you to the Wi-Fi is because of here again, the nature of these devices. Um, you need to make sure you understand this, these different communication protocols. Now I know it sounds very demanding and it's a lot to learn and I understand that. But unfortunately, this is the way our society is moving towards, and you have to get very good at it. And just as our data plans have gone through an evolution of its power and capability, Bluetooth goes through the same kind of transition too. Bluetooth over time gets more powerful as it evolves. And one of the things that uh, I, I know maybe some of you have seen the commercial, I think uh, Apple has the commercial for the Apple Watch. And... They have the commercial comes on and they just show you a forest and it and the on the audio it says uh so and so has fallen and he has not responded to his phone and his latitude is so and so, his longitude is so and so, and he needs help. That is a wearable 
the Apple Watch connecting to his phone over Bluetooth and sending a signal into the internet over 4G or 5G because he's in the woods and asking for emergency assistance. So this is how important now the wearables are becoming. This watch knew that the person had fallen. It had probably sent a signal to the phone and asked him to respond to the the phone. But since he did not, it actually sent out an emergency uh, communication to the uh, to ask for emergency assistance. You also have uh, what are called smart rings. I have a smart ring. It records my uh, heart rate, the number of steps I walked. Uh, is the improved ring will also uh, tell how long I was asleep. Uh, it tells you, it gives you ideas about how much the quality of your sleep. Uh, it also will record your heart rate ongoing, and all that information is stored in your phone. That information can also be sent to your medical uh, provider if you want it to. Same thing with the watch. My watch <laughs> collects that same kind of data, and I can actually have my heart rate data or any of my health data sent directly to my uh, medical provider. And uh, that way he will he can see a pattern of how my heart rate went up or down based on whatever my activities were. So these are things that can be very useful. And uh, you might want to think in terms of understanding them and using them. But I, I think that commercial that they have for the Apple Watch is very telling because, like I said, there have been uh, numerous times when someone has fallen or been hurt in an accident and the device actually handled a call for emergency services. And the thing that's extraordinary, matter of fact, the NBA is one of the sports oh, leagues yeah. that makes, well, not makes, but they suggest to uh, team owners to outfit their basketball players with rings. Right. To measure all the things that Bruce has talked about, to make sure that their players are at their optimum before they play a game, and they really use it. They really came into use during COVID, because the ring also measures your body temperature, and they were using that to tell whether a person had gotten ill because their body temperature was raised. And uh, I know this may sound scary to a lot of you about the intrusion of this kind of information being made available. But it's a double-edged sword. Yet, there is some invasion of privacy here. But at the same time, especially for seniors, whom a lot of them live by themselves, with no one to come check on them, you see how they're doing? Uh, a lot of folks to slip and fall. Nobody knows yeah. that they're in a house by themselves. And so this is a way for them to communicate, even though they're unconscious, these wearable devices that Bruce talked about, including the watches and also the rings, it emanates a signal so that at least first responders know to come to your home to help you. So, yeah, it's putting out a lot of information, but that information can eventually save your life. 
So it's more about acceptance. Uh, and there's a balance between here again, an invasion of privacy. But let me tell you, if you live by yourself, this is something that you need to consider to think about making an investment in. Yeah, for for sure. Uh, I mean, we all also remember that commercial, I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> well, now with your Apple Watch or your Samsung Watch and the an app, you can fall maybe not be able to mm -hmm. uh, say anything and call on the phone and your watch will actually send a signal and get you emergency assistance. And the good part about that, because the type of information that's being sent out, when the first responders get to your home, they know exactly what to look for to triage whatever is a problem with you, as opposed to actually having to get to you and then make a determination as to what could be wrong with you this information being received gives them a heads up as to say, well, we think this person is suffering a neurological disorder or a cardiovascular disorder, wherever the case may be. Right. So again, these are all working on your Bluetooth system. And again, like I said, the Bluetooth you can think of as a signal that's created that surrounds your person, your body, and it's a 30-foot wide signal because all the devices are close to you or close to the phone that is putting out the Bluetooth signal. Uh, it's also used for speakers. Oh, yeah. You can also connect uh, speakers, Bluetooth. Uh, if you're somewhere uh, at an event and you wanted to play music off of your phone, you could have a speaker that has Bluetooth connect your phone to the Bluetooth speaker and, and make the sound larger so that everybody in the room can hear it. So there are a lot of different ways you can use it, but I think that the most important part of the Bluetooth system now is use with wearables for, for oh, yeah. your personal protection and health. Now, one other thing I want to say about Bluetooth, and I love it because if you're old school, and you like to use your old stereo system, uh, an old receiver. It was made by companies like Kenwood and Pioneer and Techniques and what have you. And you got your old school turntable and speakers. They now sell adapters that you can actually upgrade your old school device to communicate with your cell phone, with your Spotify program and your playlist or Tidal or Pandora or SoundHound, whatever the case may be. So now you can engage your new digital device with your old school analog device because they sell Bluetooth adapters for a multitude of devices that are sunset. <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah, and again, that just think of playing music off your phone from your Spotify account over your old Kenwood <laughs> amplifier and... and and surround sound speakers or yeah. <laughs> quadraphonic, right? <laughs> and uh, it sounds real good. So again, you want to look at all these devices and make sure that you're aware of them and not afraid of them. So we're gonna wrap this up today. Just wanted to bring up the speed as to what's going on. And we will be back with you real soon with some more valuable information that helps you make this transition to a much more digital world that we live in. So I'm Bruce. And I'm Michael. And 
Tech Connect is signing off. Go. Okay, folks. Another piece of information that we failed to tell you earlier is our contact information. You can reach Tech Connect. That's T E C H C O N E C T, Tech Connect. And you can reach us by phone at 484 918 0158. Once again, that's 484 918 0158. Or by email. And the email address is techconnect720 at gmail.com. That's T E C H C O N E C T 720 at gmail.com. So we invite you to get in contact with us and uh, so we can assist you with what your needs are. And thank you.